Welcome to Leadership Wisdom Podcast, part of the cultural influencers from Christian International and Chantel Cooley Ministries. Here we discuss and share leadership lessons, stories, and experiences to help you move forward in life. Hello, welcome to Leadership Wisdom Podcast. I'm Chantel Cooley, and I'm excited to be with you today. We want to thank all of the listeners out there. It's growing, and we appreciate what you're doing. I've partnered with Christian International. I have a, a ministry, Chantel Cooley Ministries, and I'm also a business owner on Columbia Southern University and Waldorf University with my family. And we are excited that we get to change and improve lives through education. Well, today um, I'm alone, and so I thought I would talk with you and give you something that's really on my heart and what I feel like God's doing with what's going on. Um, If you're listening, and it may be a few weeks before this podcast is actually released, we're right in the middle of the the virus and everything that's going on with that. And uh, I see a lot of people are preaching and teaching. I'm doing webinars and seminars, and I think that's pretty powerful. I wanted to um, just open with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for the anointing that's going to come forth, even through this podcast, that lives will be stirred up again. New fire will be ignited. Uh, Even the dreams that you had and the prophetic words that have not come to pass. Father, I thank you that you remind them of those words, that this is a new day and it's going to be even better once all this is over, of course. But Father, we thank you that, that we are getting repositioned and realigned to begin to do the work that you called us to do, whether it's in the business world, ministry world, or wherever it is, God, we thank you that we line up according to your word. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, of course, you know, his word is always true, and it's not negative, and there's no chains holding it down, so it'll do what it says it will do. I wanted to start off with just saying what I felt like the Lord is doing right now. Um, even in January, I felt like God was repositioning us um, for something huge. I could tell I, I've been praying for the business world, the marketplace to explode. I mean, people in the business world are starting to rise up and, and know what they carry. They carry an anointing as well. And I think it fits perfectly with the church to help the evangelists and the ministers and full time ministries line up beside them, whether we're um uh, able to give large amounts of money into the the ministries and the kingdom of God, whatever it is, we need to line up. And that's what my family's been doing for many, many years. We we started giving when we had no money. We started giving when there was no business. And I, I appreciate that my parents did that. And of course, um, now we're um, we're so the, the word given, it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together. We've said that so many times, even when it didn't look good, that that it's almost like the word has jumped ahead of us now. It just got so ingrained in us that we can't think any different. Isn't that a great place to be when, you, you know, when the word is spoken, you just believe it. And that's what Abraham did. He went against all hope and just chose to believe. It just gets ingrained in you. You eat it, live it, feel it, bathe with it, whatever it's in you. And I think the word jumps ahead of you and it starts performing before you even get there. It starts paving your path before you even get there. There's a scripture in Isaiah where you will make the crooked places straight. I've prayed that so many times over our business. I mean, when things like processes and departments, things weren't working like they should, I just prayed that prayer. God, I thank you that you're going to make the crooked places straight within our business. 
And I'm telling you, he always did within about three months. It would all level itself out. Either um, new positions would be opened up, new leaders put in place, whatever it was, God would use all of that to make the crooked places straight. And I think that's an incredible scripture you can lay hold on. But I really feel like God's repositioning us. It's almost like we're in a we're this big, huge army of God. The front line's been beat up and weary, of course, and we're like in in a position where we have to turn to another direction because if we go to this side, we will fall off a cliff. It's not like we've um, lost the battle. It's just we're repositioning. So we're returning away from the cliff and repositioning ourselves to go forward. And when you reposition, that takes a little bit of, there's nobody fighting in that time. So you reposition, you get back in the right place. That could be training during that time. That could be um, getting in the word more during this time. Whatever it is, it's a repositioning. You can even go look that word up. While I'm sitting here, I'm going to look that up. Just see what the definition of repositioning really truly means but this army is repositioning and there's a delay of course in battle when that happens but it's just that you're getting stronger because if you don't reposition you're going to fall off the cliff or you're going to die and that i see that in a vision and the army is repositioning and we're just getting we're, we're repositioning new people are coming on the front line and what i see about that is prophetic people uh, that are in the business world that carry that mantle they're going to start rising up and finding their spot and repositioning them to connect with the church and that's something i love to speak on as well. I mean, I live that life and I'm repositioning myself to help those in the business world, in the church world, ministries, uh, ministers to help come alongside them and help them reposition even when they speak from the pulpit, everything is taken. It's little, it's a tweak and we're all repositioning. And I just looked that scripture up. It, I mean, the, the definition of reposition is place in a different position, adjust or alter the position of. So we're just altering the position. And there is a delay when that happens. I heard someone else say that it may have been Bishop Hammond. We talked about that the other day, that there's a delay. And maybe it been uh, Jane. Um, I think it was Jane when we spoke. Uh, there's a delay when you reposition. And I feel like we're possibly, we're in the delay right now during this virus. It's just a delay. That's all, a simple delay. That doesn't mean it's going to be over. That doesn't mean it's doomsday and all that. It means that we're repositioning to even be more powerful than we were before. I have a new book out called Go After Your Inheritance. And um, I wanted to read to you some things for uh, in this book just to kind of talk with you real quick. It's called Confessions on the Go series. It's a series I'm doing. This one's called Go After Your Inheritance. The next one I'm going to do is going to be um, Go After Your um, Family. You know, how to pray over your family. Another one is Go After um, Your Job, your, your, um, your company, your position, or whatever that is. So I'm doing these, and I love small books because I'm a businesswoman, and I don't have a lot of time, and I need something quick and to the point. I can remember growing up in the business world, I didn't have a lot of time to read a lot of books because, I mean, I'm working 60 hours a week, have children, husband, but whatever I would need, I would go find a book that that um, got my attention. I'd find a chapter in there that that's what I needed that that next day to help my team grow. 
And, um, you know, it's weird, but that's how I lived and that's how I did it. And I knew that I would be retired one day and I'd be able to take a lot of time to read books. But I think, um, you know, get a lot of knowledge out of the books. And so um, this one is Confessions on the Go, Go After Your Inheritance. When you speak the word, you hear the word and you begin to receive what the word says about you. And I don't think any of us truly know how powerful the scriptures are to our lives. And I think that's true. When you speak the word and you hear it, you begin to receive it. And that's what we did as a family. We were just backed up in the corner. There was a delay, just like now. And it was pretty bad. And I, I had never dreamed that I would not have hardly any food in the house and people would have to drop off bags of groceries. I mean, that was... That was not for us. I never dreamed that we would be in that position for that. I always thought that we would be doing other things. But, you know, God used that and turned it around. And um, we begin to speak the word. And I want to keep reading. Um, Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. I mean... I love this word because it is alive and active. It is not just words. It will do what it says it will do, but you're going to have to you're going to have to meditate on it just like Joshua 1:8 says. And if you do, if you meditate day and night, then you'll cause great success to come upon your life. And that's literally what that scripture says. And I can remember reading that and I said, "Okay, then I know what we have to do. We got to meditate on the word, memorize it, find scriptures that we like and then stand on them. Hold them tight. Don't let them go until they they happen. And I think one of the things that we forget is we do it for a week or two and then we're done. You can't do that. This is years and years that we've been holding on to the word of God. And it just it gets ingrained in you where you think nothing else, even though mountains come against you like one after another daily, 30 a day, 40 a day. I can remember that waking up and just like going, my God, I mean, is it going to stop? And one mountain after another of impossibilities. And we just believed what the word said. We always had to believe what the word said. And it always came true. And I think that's a powerful thing. Um, The word the word is so powerful that it pierces through even the darkest times. It cuts through confusion, intimidation, and the feeling of defeat and failure. It helps you see there's, there's, there's hope not to give up. It empowers you to believe in the impossible instead of only looking at circumstances through logical lenses. That's what we have to believe now. The impossible. Why not? And we have to have an expectation. We expect things to get even better. Amen? They're going to be better. And I think God wants to show up in our lives if only we hold tightly to his promises in faith and confess them even in the darkest hour. When we need breakthrough, we often forget the the power of the scriptures, especially the power of confessing them with our mouth. The enemy wants us to treat the Bible just like another book with lots of words that you occasionally read. Satan wants you to believe that there's no power or point in reading the word daily. We all know he's a liar. He knows how powerful the word is. Amen. And he wants to distract you and fight you to not rely on the word. And how do you rely on the word? You get up in the morning, you go to bed at night, and you remember those scriptures. I like to write them in 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 notebooks. But I had this little book called Go After Your Inheritance that you can get on Amazon or you can go to my website it's um, It's got scriptures all in it because I made it for that. So you could just grab it and start confessing the word. I think sometimes we can get so, um, um, you know, like overwhelmed 
Okay, what scriptures? I got to find these scriptures. I put them all in here for you. Like another scripture um, that we can talk about is John 1, 14. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father full of grace. This means the word is alive. And that was John 1, 14. We might not be able to see Jesus in the flesh and bones, but if we look at the word, we see him in every scripture. So when I see a, conf- uh, a, a scripture, I just say, okay, that's true because that's the word of God. That's, uh, that's, that's a God speaking to us. He became flesh and now it's in written words and it's just as powerful. Amen. And then I've got all other scriptures in here. I'll, I'll pa- move over. I love this one. I love what um, some preachers say, talk about your inheritance scriptures. This is my inheritance scripture. I've been saying this since I was about 16. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. I bet I say this every other day to every day. And it just comes out of me. And that's when you know the word has went from your head to your heart. It's it's planted in good soil, not rocky soil. When you like, do you remember when you'd go off to camp and everybody would be so excited during the summer and they get ready to just take their school for God. And then it'd last for two weeks and it'd be gone. Everybody'd go back to their old ways of partying and everything and Forgot they even got set free and saved. Well, I always remember that, and I hated the way that was. It's like, I don't want to lose that. Well, as I examined it more, of course, the word fell on rocky soil. Weeds overtook it, and it just squished it out where, you know, it left. But, you know, the word of God doesn't go out void, and so you may have planted the word in some people, and they're not following after God, but I guarantee you it's still there. It will come up. So the Lord will perfect that which concerns you. I can remember um, saying this when, when this all, just everything came up against our family, our business, and, and relationships, and I just knew that was the only thing I could think of. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. You know, if you stay consistent with your confessions, as I write in the book, you will be a testimony for others and you'll be able like me to tell God's word came alive and how it changed your life. It's powerful, powerful, powerful. And so what I do in this book is I, um, I, at the, on page 15 of it, confessions for wholeness and success, take time to list your company name, your employee names, your family member names to get this started. This is what we did. This is our, this is our, you're getting our recipe for success. We have over 31,000 students at our Columbia Southern University and Waldorf University has close to 4,000 and about 500 plus on campus. And we are blessed beyond measure. And this is what we did. It's no big, um, it, it didn't cost a lot of money. We just spoke the word. And so what I write is speaking scriptures over yourself, your company, the names of your employees, your job title, all are very important. And what we do is we take time now to speak over these areas of our life. We're believing for transformation, success. And I say speak these out loud day. And I give you a place to write all this down. And then I, just to give you an example, and we'll go ahead and end of the podcast, is like a scripture I have, um, Proverbs eighteen sixteen. A man's gift makes rooms for him and brings him before great men. 
And then you say that. And then I have a prayer. I thank you, God, that my gift makes room for me, brings me before presidents and CEOs of companies. My gift brings me before high level leaders who need my services in Jesus name. Uh, Here's another one. And again, all these are in the back of the book. You just start reading them. You read as many as you can and pick them up where you left off the next day or that evening. I pursued my enemies and overtook them and I did not turn back until they were consumed. Psalm 1837. My enemies cannot touch me. They will have to turn back. Father, you go before me today and clear my path. I have blessings and favor following me all the days of my life. Even my competition cannot handle my success. I bless others as I do. Blessings overtake me and my family. It is my set time for favor. Amen. It is your set time for favor. Here's one more. For by me your days will be multiplied and years of life will be added to you. Proverbs 9:11. I really really love this one. I mean, it is a powerful one. And I, my prayer for this is my ne- my days will be multiplied and my life increased. I will always walk in perfect health all the days of my life. My days will be multiplied and my life increased. How about this one? Psalm 92, 12. The righteous man will flourish like the palm tree. He will grow like cedar in Lebanon. My prayer is I will flourish in my company and I will succeed in everything I touch. Everything my hands touch becomes successful because I am righteous. I will grow and flourish in my career and ministry. That is such a powerful scripture. And one last one. Wealth and riches are in his house and his righteousness endures forever. God... I thank you that wealth and riches will be in my house and are in my house and my righteousness will endure forever. This is my day. This is my hour. In Jesus name. Amen. You see how exciting this is getting. It starts to pump you up and you go, I don't know why I'm so excited because there's nothing to be excited about right now. Everything looks terrible. It's doomsday. It's just yuck. Well, With a word, that's what it does. It just starts churning inside of you it starts getting you at a better place where you can handle what you're facing the the circumstances might not change but you've changed and that's what's most powerful well that's all we have for today you can find out more about my books on my chantelcooley.com website you can also see me on instagram and facebook i'm putting a lot of content out there i'm going to be starting a uh Uh, mentor series soon so you can follow up on that on my website well we love you thank you for um, listening to us and thank you for sharing the podcast i'll see you next time for more information on christian international visit christianinternational.com and for more information on chantel cooley ministries visit chantelcooley.com